Triple M's Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Thanks to Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance and power without limits. Gus Warland, Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Huge show for Friday afternoon. This <laughs> afternoon we've got George Burgess will come. Big George oh, Burgess big coming George in Burgess. to the studio. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Absolutely. Gorgeous we'll be doing uh, all round of sports quiz with you. So we'll get one of our listeners to take you. I love seeing them just take you on yeah. and rip you up. And even if I beat them, I'll give them away the chicken. Don't yeah, worry yeah. about that. I'm a good guy. You're a trivia buff. You do love it. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm fantastic. Thank you. It's been a really big week, um, emotional week. And thank you for everyone and in here in particular for your support. My dad's been in at Macquarie Uni Hospital. He's had yeah. Uh, stint put in, then he had a heart bypass as well. So, yeah, it's been a really, really tough Out time. Uh, almost. Hopefully, and then, yeah, almost. Um, keep getting close. messages from my brother saying that we thought he was going to be out, but he's not at the moment. So, but anyway, thank you very much. And it's been a big week on the show and absolutely loved it. And of course, tonight we've got the All Star match, which for me is a season proper, Dell, when we really start thinking it's rugby league season. Yeah, look, we know, uh, you know, trials are going on and about the last couple of weeks, but. This is this is fair income, and some of these players they they've trained all pre-season. They leave nothing in the tank. The passion, and you know what? I love the war dances from both. Yeah, and just you know that ripple effect of the emotion that goes with it. Now there was a game of cricket last night, and you were super excited to just take yeah. off after the show. How did you go? Because you were playing T Twenty last night. We want to know because your previous innings, you really battled. Yeah. Well. Well, they started early. They started at five because of the weather. They, they tried to get it out of the way. Oh, so they batted without you? Yes, yeah, so they batted. There was, by the time I got there, was an over left. So, so they didn't wait for Viv Richards? So no, they, I, I started in like Viv Richards, okay, <laughs> but a bowl like Michael Holding. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on for a second. Let's go back to your team's batting performance, all right? Yeah. How many did they get in 20 overs? 153. Okay, that's pretty decent. Yeah. Did you feel at the, at the, at the halfway stage that you're in with a chance for victory? Yeah, we did, but there's, there's some guys there that, honestly, their hands were like feet. Like, we dropped a couple of catches. We lost. So, oh. So Westpac beat us, but I couldn't have done any more for the team. Okay, so you bowled like Michael Holding. I did. Now, swinging people, it and moving so it. So people don't know Michael Holding, one of the great West Indies bowlers of all time. Yeah. Nicknamed Whispering Death. Yeah. Bowled so electrically fast. Yes. So that's what you did last no, night? Yes. Mate, I, I was a level above these guys. Okay, anyone that was at the match last night, one triple three five three. we'd love to hear the absolute <laughs> truth on that. So you got beat. Did you get, you, obviously, Michael Holding you got, got a couple of overs. You would have got at least two wickets. No, I, I was too good, mate. They were playing and missing. I had none for six off two overs. Not, oh, not terrible, not but not bad. Michael hey, Holding. Hey, they didn't give him the bat. I would have started the game early too, just to not see him bat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> this. Love on Makita. Sports all in. Do you want to have another go at that? It's Friday. It's two and a half grand. Makita XTG. There you go. We'll have another crack at that a little bit later. What about the sports all in? Tonight it starts properly in terms of the rugby league for me anyway. The all-star game. And boys between seven and eight tonight in Sydney and also on the Listener app, we're going to have a preview show right up until kickoff. So make sure you don't go anywhere between seven and eight on Triple M and the Listener app tonight. Thoughts on it, big fella? Oh, look, this, this game, it's on, on a race's edge. Um, you know, both sides, my very talented squads from both sides. You know, Jesse Arthur's at fullback there for um, the Murray All-Stars and Big Luttrell at the back. But even some, look at some of the forwards there. You know, Bromwich, you know, young um, young Curran, he's a good player. I like Curran. Uh, this, this could go anywhere. And look at the bench. It's a very talented bench. Um, I'm going with Indigenous All-Stars. 
being in Townsville, I just think, I don't know, there's something that about the Indigenous All-Stars at the moment that they just seem to be a happy team. Both squads are happy, mm. but just the way they've been carrying themselves. I see Latrell went to Palm Island, and Palm Island, everyone doesn't know, they've had a, bit, a few problems over the last yeah. probably, you know, five, ten years, so that community up there. I've been there a couple of times with, um, with the Fogs. Um, beautiful community, and just the confidence, I reckon, on the back of that. Tavita Pangai Jr. has signed with South Logan Magpies, who Tristan signed with a while ago, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Well, this, yeah, when we did the deal, Tristan, I, I wanted him to go to a club. Uh, Carmichael Hunt is the head coach there. Actually, Lottie Takiri is actually going to be on the coaching staff as well. So, mate, uh, not too bad, um, TPG. So that's an opportunity because that's a feeder club of the Broncos. So there's a bit going on there. So Not mm. boxing anymore? Well, remember, he just changed his mind. I mean, it's harder than people think to box, you know, and yeah. I just think – um, you know, he might, but um, it's good to see him back at South Slogan. But remember when he did the interview with us? Uh, yeah, and he, he was just, never going to play rugby league yeah, again. He didn't, didn't, like didn't to, want to play teams. He didn't like taking, uh, you know, advice from, um, you know, coaches and halfbacks being ordered yeah. around. Anyway, um, sometimes you miss the game and it'll be good to have him back in the game. Good luck. UFC 298, Alexander Volkanov. Volkanovski's now got the longest active championship reign featherweight, 1,526 yeah, days. Yeah, and an absolute champ. legend, isn't he? Every time he comes on our show, he's a legend. He's, he's much loved. Loved over there. He's brutal in the way that he attacks his opponents, and he's just an absolute champ. So always fantastic big, to big uh, one on Sunday. Big yeah. one on Sunday as well. UFC is going to be massive, yeah. and of course, get down to the Star, one of our show sponsors. They've got that on the sports screen oh, down there. I love, be a the, love the Star, mate. My favourite casino. Del Canberra Rangers are the front runners now to sign Luciano Lelua. Yeah, this is surprising. What happened? The Dragons let him go? I don't know. Like, I mean, this, you know, the, I think, you know, obviously his brother Joey played there and so Ricky, um, you know, he, he wants him there. But I, look, I would like to see him go back to the Dragons, but good luck to him. Uh, Canberra Raiders have got a fair squad and he'd, he'd added something something different to that because he's quite skillful for a big man, good footwork mm. and, uh, you know, he, he's at that age too now, as I said yesterday. Um, he, he could take his get on another level. I thought he was looking really good up there at the Cowboys. Yeah, it's a real shame was. that obviously a bit homesick and want to get back yeah. to Sydney. What about Formula One? Red Bull been dominant the last couple of years, of course, with Verstappen in a in a car that is just so much better than everyone else's. But Christian Horner, who basically runs Red Bull, he's in a bit of strife, a little bit of stuff around uh, the way that he treats people in and around uh, their team. Yep. There's an inquiry at the moment going on. He's saying it's a massive distraction, and rightly so. He's going to continue working as they go through that particular process. So we'll keep you updated on that. And what about this one, Jude? A, a developing story, Bulldogs chairman might be out by Sunday? This is massive, Del. Uh, the uh, Daily Telegraph is reporting that uh, the volatile Canterbury Bulldogs board is set to claim another scalp. They're saying there's boardroom upheaval on the eve, eve of the 2024 premiership kickoff. Uh, John Curry is facing the chop at Sunday's AGM, and Curry's been in charge at Belmore since 2020, and it looks like it's understood businessman Adam Druissi uh, has the support to be the new chairman. So wait and see. Well, you know what? You, if you want to get things done, get them done before the season starts. Um, last night they that showed was super some, impressive. Last yeah, night, tw- they? twenty-four to twelve. Bronson Cherry came back and uh, a try, try assist. But they looked like they played a good style of football. But that's that's a big call there for the uh, for the Bulldogs. Is that a Gus Gould? Is that a Gus Gould Not situation? Sure, that's a, that's a, well, it's a developing story. To Gould and also Chief Executive Aaron Warburton. So. Yeah, exactly. I think Gus will get his man. And, you know, you may as well, if you're going to give him control, give him yeah. complete control. Yep. Yeah, this is a story that has come across my desk, boys. And I've got to be honest with you, I'm a little embarrassed for this stingray. Uh, it's, a sing- it's a single pregnant stingray. Mm. Has not been around another stingray or a male stingray for at least eight years, but it's pregnant. Wow. The, so uh, in the aquarium, the... She's a female <laughs> stingray, no male stingrays to be seen, not in the tank, and she's pregnant. 
CCTV has shown that a shark... The Virgin Mary. The shark has come up and done its business and the stingray is now... No, it's not. (laughs) Stingray and a shark. Yes. (laughs) Turns out the shark, however... Oh, hold on. Oh, I'm reading on now. Falsely accused. <laughs> falsely the accused. The shark has been falsely accused. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking a little as if I was telling a porky, and it was a rare case of sex- asexual reproduction in which offspring develop from unfertilised eggs. She has given birth to four pups in the coming weeks. I think I need a whiteboard to explain yeah, this. Exactly. Yes, like- exactly. But basically what has happened is this stingray has, an emba- has, embarrassed, <laughs> has, has embarrassed the aquarium. So we want to get some embarrassing pet, embarrassing when animal did your pet stories. Embarrass you? Correct on one triple three five three. Can I start the ball rolling oh, with my dog Scooby? Yeah. Okay. Dog park. Imagine it. Beautiful afternoon down there in Bayview on the northern beaches of New South Wales. All the dog owners let the dogs run riot, and we stand in the middle on a Friday night and have a little beer, have a little something yeah. something, and the dogs go and have a good time. They're into the water, out of mm. the water. Yep. They're scratching around. They're sniffing around. Well. There's about 10 of us in a big circle having a beer, glass of wine. Scooby, my chocolate lab, goes right in the middle of the group and drops a turd three times bigger than any other turd she's ever done before and it just looks horrible, (laughs) smells horrible, everyone has to move. I, of course, have used up my bag on my other idiot dog which I don't have a bag, so I'm so embarrassed. You're... I haven't got the bag. I have to ask for the bag. Everyone has to move. The two-handed face. It's a, oh, it's a proper, like, I nearly oh. needed two bags for it. <laughs> Very embarrassing. What about you, Clem? What clowns? about you, Well, um, last year, and when Tara relocated to Brisbane, um, she stayed at the Lockyer's. So yeah. I, I, miss, I miss little Dobby. Me and Dobby. Dobby's my little best mate, Yeah, you know? so that's your that's yeah. your sausage dog. Yeah, well, it's, it's Tristan's, but I, mate, him, and I, him and I are both naughty boys, so we hung out together. So anyway, <laughs> so I said to Lockyer, how's my little mate uh, Dobby going? He goes, he sent me a picture. Um, he goes, he's a sicko, mate. Um, he's eaten two G-strings and, um, oh. and, and a tampon. And then, and then he pooed him out and Lockie sent me a picture. He goes, your dog is a sicko, mate. <laughs> Little Dobby, do better, mate. Mate, doesn't drop too far from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> They're the stories we want. One, triple, three, five, three. When did your pet embarrass you? We're talking embarrassing pets. Mm. So we're talking about them with all the producers as well. Pets, we love them. Sometimes we don't deserve them, the love they give us, but, gee, they can embarrass us. Before we go to our first call, I mean, my my dog is just known for hoovering the other stuff up, and it's just... And what, we've got chickens. Stella, chickens. Stella, yeah. Yeah, the Stella. nuggets from the chickens. And the chickens. Oh, one not day, the chicken we, were, we had friends around entertaining <laughs> guests. I said, oh, we love when our tr- chickens free range. Nugget drops down. Dog hoovers it up. It was just terrible. What's your just dog's embarrassing. Your dog's name? Stella. Stella. Beautiful Stella. dog. Beautiful dog. Uh, g'day, Ruth from South Windsor. How are you this Arvo? I'm um, great. Thank you. Mate, fantastic to hear from you. Tell us about the embarrassing moment with one of your pets. Yes, I had um, a 70 kilo Newfoundland, which I took to the creek yep. to have a swim. Mm-hmm. And the Boy Scouts turned up. And all the Boy Scouts went in the water for a swim, and he brought every one of them back and put them on the. Oh, he's doing his the water. job. And the, 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 the leader of the Scouts, he freaked at first, and then he realised he wasn't hurting any of them, but that's what they were trained to do. Exactly <laughs> they right. They didn't need saving, he's just jumped in. It's just, that, it's, that's human. That is fantastic, Ruth. Thank, Thank you very much. Let's go to Tracy. Hello, Tracy. Hello. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, Good. welcome to the Rush Hour. When did your pet embarrass you? 
Uh, it was a little while ago, but around 7.30 in the morning, I went to go to work and I noticed my dog was missing. Yep. And then the phone started ringing. It was a man who was telling me he just rolled over to find my dog in bed with him. What? <laughs> so how did, neighbors... how did you track? So you've obviously tracked how that happened. What what did actually happen? <laughs> so we he had got out of the gate, ran down the hill and straight to the um, house across the road, down their driveway, under their fence, and found a doggy door he could go into. And he made his way through that doggy door straight into a bed, nice and snuggly. Um, and the man said he felt a dog there and his dog wasn't allowed in bed with him and he turned around and started yelling at his dog and <laughs> something he didn't know. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. What is your dog's name? Jeffa. Oh, beautiful. Oh, Thanks for the call, Tracy. Appreciate it. We'll give Tracy also some double pass to Tenacious D at ICC Sydney Theatre on nice. July 24. Give us some tickets there. Nicely done. Time to talk to this NRL superstar. Our next guest is one of the toughest Georges you'll ever meet. You wouldn't be singing the Georgie Porgy pudding and pie kissed the girls and made them cry song in front of this guy and calling him Gorgeous George. Oh, it'd take a brave soul. He's one of the Burgess brothers, so therefore good mates with Rusty, adding some extra toughness to his entourage. He was huge for the bunnies in size and in effort. He won a granny with them in 2014. In 2019, he nicked off to play for Wigan for a bit and then came back to play for St George, where they saved money on embroidery by just writing Saint on the back of his shirt and then letting the crowd figure out the rest. Please welcome to talk about more than the fact that his name is George, which I think we've done to death now. It's rugby league legend. It's George Burgess. Yeah, Georgie Burgess, welcome to the show. How are you, mate? I'm very, very good, mate. Very good. Always good to be in here with you boys. Love having you in here. Of course, the season is about to be upon us. Vegas Mm. is going to be the opening round. South Sydney involved. How excited are you for rugby league that they've got a couple of games to open the season in Vegas? I'm very excited, but I'm very jealous at the same time because I wish I could have played a game over there in America, yeah. especially especially in the mighty red and green. Uh, so I'll be I'll be very envious. I just spoke to Tom earlier today. He's getting on a flight on Monday. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wish I was coming. He's got <laughs> staying in San Diego for a week and then off they go to Vegas to play at the stadium that the NFL just played in Super Bowl. So how, yeah. how, how big is that? Yeah. Very huge. George, uh, looking at the Penrith Panthers at the moment, obviously they've been run away uh, in, in the last couple of years. Is anyone going to stop them this year in your eyes? Um, look, yeah, they're the, they're the team to beat. So, I mean, that's what happens when, when you win three in a row. And there's no stopping them this year if they want to win four. I think it's only going to be themselves that will keep them undone. But, you know, it's, the game's so close. The, the, the comp's so close. I think anyone can step up. And you saw Brisbane, what they did last year. I think any team, if they want to do it, if if they have that little bit of extra stuff in the preseason, I think they can uh, they can go for it. Mate, was it sad to see your brother exiting the bunnies the way he did? Like, he's a legend of the club. And, mm. you know, I know Jason Dimitri, he's a good mate of mine too, like Sam and him are both mates. But just the way that that sort of played out, you know, with, you know, Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell, was that disappointing for you as a, as a uh, Rabbitohs legend? Um, you know, I would have loved to see him finish his career off uh, at the club as I would have myself, Adam Reynolds, all these players. But... It's hard when uh, you start, the time starts coming up against you. So, you know, it's just the club policy about offering more than more than one year deals. So, I mean, at that stage, if you can get a, a good deal for three years, then, you know, he's got to go and take it. So South Sydney and the Roosters, that rivalry, obviously one that, you know, I love. And mm. even, you know, I remember 
doing something for the Roosters and you guys were beating, yeah. the, beating the Chooks that night and you came over and <laughs> gave me a big hug and stuff. So at the end of the game, the respect is there amongst oh, yeah. those two clubs, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I've got a lot of good friends that, that play for the Roosters and, and I've played against as, as well. So, you know, as soon as you step over that white line, it's war. But then as soon as the game's over, you're best of mates. So, um, you know, I get along with all them boys, especially Boyd Corden, who's an absolute champion. Oh, um, yeah, one of the best. I love Mate, one thing I love about you too is, you know, sometimes rugby league, everyone just thinks rugby league plays play sport, man, you know, go out and do this. But you, you're you in three or four movies, but also you, you like the theatre and stuff. You're into yes. the, the acting and... Yeah, yeah, no, it's been a big passion for me. Yeah. Um, Gussie's brother's into that, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I think he's just, looking at a script for you at the moment. Yeah, no, we've been working on a league script, which is really exciting for a few years now. And we're actually talking to Peter Valandis and Andrew Abdul before all this Vegas stuff happened. So mm. I think they stole our idea, in, in fact, because oh, the yeah. whole script is based around an Americans getting to know the game of rugby league. Mm. So it's a really exciting script. And yeah, your brother's coming on board and helping us out. But I think we might have a, a role for Big Dell in, in the coming oh, years. No. I'm fine. I've got enough work. Gussie, can, can, <laughs> you know how like, I'm one of the best singers here, okay? You know, and then you You're can the sing. second best singer yeah. in this group. Yeah. yeah. Can you give us 30 seconds of something to sing, please? Like this here. Well, I was just recently emceeing at a wedding. Yeah. And uh, I sung My Girl to the bride and groom. Can we have the 30 seconds little, of that? Something like this. Yeah. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day when it's cold outside. I've got the month of May. Everybody. Oh, if I, I guess you say what can make me feel this way. My girl, my girl, my girl, talking about my girl. George Burgess, oh, you're a bloody legend, <laughs> mate. Thanks for coming on you, the man. Rush Hour. Good I'm here all week. Looking sexy <laughs> too. <Throw> the veal. <laughs> Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. And Triple M is proud to present Pearl Jam on their return to Australia for the Dark Matter World Tour 2024. This November, we could be sending you and a mate to their Sydney show. Have you got someone in your life who's the better man or woman? Well, absolutely. You're, you're one of those sort of people for many people. But I've never seen Triple M, Jude, so excited around a concert coming, a new song, new albums, all that sort of stuff. We, we hear about it a lot, but everyone's pumped to get these tickets. Well, let's nominate that person. Are they always there for a mate? Now's your chance to let them know that they're the better man or woman and send them and yourself to Pearl Jam Live in Sydney. Enter on the Triple M win page and listen out for a call from us on Monday for your chance to win. Triple M presents Pearl Jam Live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests the Pixies playing at Giant Stadium November 21. Register for your tickets at pearljam.com. We've got George Burgess in the house. We're going to do this. We'll stick together like a party and a George Burgess and Wendell Saylor are doing Two Strong Hearts. If people don't know how it works, they're going to throw a topic out, George, and you've got to come up with the same answer as Dell at the same time. So an example, your favourite flavour of chip in three, two, one. Barbecue. Oh, oh yeah, cheese and onion yeah. barbecue. Yes. Yep. Here we go. Okay. Number one. Look me. Lock, lock me in the eyes. Let's, let's look at each other's eyes. Two good-looking yep. ex-rugby league players yes. right here. A Sydney suburb starting with M... In three, two, one. Marimba. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a They're on here. The bra. I've got a list, but how we got a list? <laughs> Sorry, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Here we go. A brand of sneaker in three, 
Two, one. Nike. You Del didn't even say it. And you'd be what? like, you're sponsored I, I by Nike. Mate, I don't know, Jordan, I know. I, oh, mate, sorry, he had mate. the gold <laughs> Nike <laughs> know, earring I'm back sorry. in the day. Yeah, I, I fainted then. I just, oh. yeah. Did, you have, did <laughs> you have a stroke? Yeah, I think so. Sorry, I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry, mate. George, well done. He's, well he's gazing into my eyes. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Easily lost gorgeous George. Here we go. A soft drink in three, two, one. Coke. Coke. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. We knew you'd get that one right, Del. Oh, okay. oh, Number yeah. four. Oh, I love it, mate. It's Boom. okay. Boom. Just one time, mate. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Something you find in your football kit in three, two, one. Boots. Oh, oh. oh boots. I've got my boots here. Yeah. Oh. George, you've been spot on with all your answers. Yeah, I know. You're up today, Del. Yeah, I know. You're He's right, too mate. left field. Last He's one. too left field. But you love mate. budgies. You love your budgies. I've got my boots. Right there. Yeah. Tell you what, you need a big pair of budgies yeah. from what we've seen on social media. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh Okay, here we go. Pretty strong here. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Be better, mate. Let's go. He's been on point, mate. Okay. Name a fruit in three. Two, one. Banana. Apple. Oh, you got banana, of course oh you did. Of course bananas. you did. A big Bruce banana deal. <laughs> Georgie, thank you so much Thanks for coming, for coming in. in George. It's an absolute pleasure having you in the show, brother. Anytime. 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 Love you, brother. Thanks, George man. Burgess. Time now for this. Whether you're on the train, in the car, or on the buses, it's Gus's Big Sports Quiz. There's a bit of everything in Red Rooster's Mega Box, brought to you by Red Rooster Mega Boxes. The Rooster's calling you to try a Mega Box at Red Rooster today. Yeah, and up against Aaron today. G'day, Aaron. How are you, champion? Oh, good, thanks, mate. How are you? Mate, very well. Happy Friday. Welcome to the show. Going to hand you over to the hostess with the mostest, Mr. Jude Bolton. Thanks, Gus Wall, and welcome to the show, Aaron. And uh, you have your phone a friend in Wendell, Jermaine Saylor, right next to me. He's got the answers, and you can use him once during the early rounds. You ready? All right, yeah, let's go. All right, let's do it. First to you, Gus. Yeah, mate. You can catch this live on Triple M and listen it tomorrow, but where is tomorrow's charity shield being held? Which ground? Is it Mudgy? No. It is at Cogra, Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. They're not taking it to the country? No, they are not. Well, that's they port. It, sh- right, it should be in Mudgy, let's say that. Aaron, your chance. You can also catch this one live, Triple M and Listener, but where is tonight's NRL All-Stars match being held? It is being held in Queensland. Yes, at- where at? Um... Country Bank Stadium. Yes, that's the one. Townsville, <laughs> Queensland, Country Bank Stadium. That's he is on the board. Hey. Very loose. Oh, mate. Queensland. Very, very, very big state. <laughs> it's right Townsville would be the end. Gussie, the yeah. Maori All-Stars was introduced in 2019 only out of the matches between themselves and the Indigenous side. Who has won more games? Indigenous. Neither. You are bubble. Oh, no. You need the last one. Okay, Aaron. Who scored the first ever All-Stars try back in 2010? Um, Three, two, one. If I phone one. a friend, yes. say himself. Oh, yeah, the big delicious man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's it. That is it. It's over. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron, we are going to give you the red rooster because you've just dominated Gussie on a Friday. I think he's had a couple of beers on the way over, I think. Yes. Look out. Hey, good on you, like... Aaron. I'm glad you did, mate. 200 okay. bucks to spend at Red Rooster. There's a bit of everything in every Red Rooster <laughs> mega box. The Rooster's calling you to try a mega box at Red Rooster today. Congratulations. Have well a fantastic done, weekend, mate. Cheers, mate. Awesome, Aaron. Absolutely pants. Jude, you are fired right up. Who's getting in your uh, claw today? Well, lads, you know you know, right? 
Yeah, oh, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Draw four. Wrong. Turns out we don't know. You know. What do you mean? After years of intense debates, friendships shattered, and family feuds ignited, the official rules got published the other day, hmm. and people lost their minds with the fact you can't put a draw two on another draw two. What do you mean? Oh, then you can draw four there. That's it. No, that's that's the rules. The official rules have what? come out. This one act is still arguably the greatest non-violent smackdown you can put on a family member <laughs> in a home game. How did we get to this point, though, where suddenly the world of playing cards just seismically shifts? This is like Dell saying he was never really good on a wing or that he preferred multiple layers of, layers of clothing in summer. <laughs> Do you know how many family arguments would have been avoided if they came out a little bit earlier? Yeah. I mean, particularly over someone feeling like they're being picked on after they draw two, draw four, mm. someone claps back, draw six, booyah. Oh, you're yeah. gone. Yeah. What else are they going to tell you if we've been getting wrong? Toasted ham and cheese tomato? Don't get me started on that, that they're trying to ban those in oh, schools. Joke. I mean, Travis Kelsey and brother Jason interviewed their dad after hearing somewhere that their surname was actually pronounced Kels. Their dad just said, yeah, it is Kels. I just couldn't be bothered continually correcting people all the time. Oh, Can you believe that? My what? God. Wow. Is that what's happened here with the UNO officials? Mm. Bloody hell. How lazy can you get? <laughs> they need to roll out those myth busters out to just solve this sort of crap out. <laughs> the powers that be at UNO have basically left us to tackle the family games like navigating a minefield blindfolded. Yeah. Sure, it's possible, but why put us through the unnecessary stress? Yeah. UNO could have swooped in ages ago and hand us a map and a GPS <laughs> to make the journey a little smoother. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see if this creates harmony in the living rooms all across the world, and who knows, maybe next they'll tackle Monopoly because if there's one thing the world needs, it's a clear understanding of why we all hate each other (laughs) after a game of Monopoly. Bolton out. Well played, big fella. Families around Australia will thank you for that. Time now to discuss this. This has been a hot topic now for a little while, especially on the internet, guys, about having flights that are adult only. So basically no children allowed. Now, there's a lady in particular, she said she had a a three-hour flight over in America. She got the video up and this kid was screaming Mm. big time, right? How long are we taking? What sort of length of flight are you talking? Three-hour flight this particular one was. Mm. But she's saying, I would pay so much more if you gave me the option to have a child-free flight. Now, for blokes like us, you know, children that we've all had over the time. For sure. Sometimes it's not the kid's fault. Sometimes it's the air pressure. It's the it's yeah. the ears. It's it's they've Sitting got some still sort of difficult. Yeah. Of course, I, I'm not a big believer in that. I reckon if you jump on a plane, then sometimes you're going to get a good one. Sometimes it's not going to work for you. What are your thoughts on this? Because I reckon the noise-cancelling headphones, not even that was able to sort of take away the screaming of this kid. I guess I've gone through the phase of having kids and things like that. My like I'm probably desensitised a bit. Like I've. World War Three could be going around me at times, and I sort of just <laughs> oblivious to it because our kids pitch that the pitch of, the of our <laughs> no, oh, not no, intervention, not interventionist parenting. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> but I mean, got the number for Doc just, <laughs> It's more just they've got such a high pitch. My daughters, like I, in the end, I can be on a plane, I'll just fall asleep and yep. things like that. But I, there was a time when I was a young single man. I tell you what, you would have craved for this sort of thing because it, it. Would it, you have paid more for a kid-free flight if you had the choice? I think I would have. If you know, you pay a premium, but mm. I reckon you'd want more standing room, maybe a bar and things like that. You know, like actually, 
you know, so you, want, the, you, you, want, you don't want just the same plane. No, you want, want it to be redesigned. A, a proper, proper a experience. Des- design <laughs> I'll help adult only flight. <laughs> mate, we're not talking sex in the air no, here. Mate. Hang, Hang on, no, dude. I, I, I asked a simple question, You've mate. You've gone that way, mate. I'm just saying just make it a, make it a premium experience. You're going to OnlyFans camp. <laughs> what about you, Dale? You're sitting very quiet. No, no, I've got no problems with it. I think when I, when I get on a plane, I, I understand there's gonna, there could be kids on there, there could be babies on there, and they're going to cry, they're going to cry. It's You take the good with the bad, like... When I, got, when I got on a plane one time, I had baby in front of me, I had a kid in front of me, uh, behind me, and I just, it is what it is, I just sucked it up. It was all good. I yeah, just, exactly. Mate, you yeah. strike me as one of those ones who end up being walking a little one around. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, pick yeah. it under the arm. Actually, I'll just, you know, I'll I just take it for a walk. I that as well. Yeah, I, I actually start playing with the kid because I'm a big kid anyway, you know. <laughs> of course, like, yeah. they're turning around looking at yeah, you. Yeah, and yeah, you're a yeah. funny looking man. Yeah, they're true, yeah. And you're like, hey, little, yeah. little bub. Do you yeah. have a, did you have a little voice sometimes? Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Oh, look at a little cutie baby. Hello, little that's enough of that. Next guest is a true local hero, boys down in my area. Guy Dunstan gets up every single morning at 4 a.m. to measure the water temperature at Manly Beach and he displays it each day in a very, very special way. Welcome to the rush hour. G'day, Guy. Yeah, g'day, guys. Thanks for having me. Mate, we love on your show. Oh, mate, we loved it when we saw the piece that Channel 9 News did. Just for our listeners, please just take us through exactly what you do and how you actually display the temperature. Righto. That's that's pretty easy. I just get up every morning. I've done it, I think, now. I think it's 891 mornings pretty well straight. And I, uh, I go down to the beach at Manly near the surf club and I get my barbecue thermometer and I walk into the water and take the temperature. Yeah. And then I uh, go back to the pillow that I put it on and I wash off yesterday's numbers. And then I, uh, then I draw the, the day's temperature in chalk on the pillow. But I always try and do something interesting with it to... Uh, to make it a bit entertaining for the people that see it. And uh, um, that's really what I do. Well, Guy, you've built the community, though, and you mentioned you've, you've, you've put some effort into it. I mean, the previous guy before you just used to scribble up the, the temperature. No, 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 don't, you... don't, don't pick on them. They're very nice people. He, yeah. John, John and uh, buddy uh, Ian would kill me if you said that. I mean, <laughs> mate, they, they did pretty crappy numbers. But, they, <laughs> <laughs> but you but create a whole they design. Did and that's a, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, but that was only, I mean, they couldn't do it during COVID. And I, uh, they asked me to do it for a couple of weeks. And I, you guys can relate to this. I always seem to want to do things bigger and better than everyone else. So I just did bigger numbers, more colourful numbers. And, and that seemed to resonate. And they, they said, look, you can't stop doing it. You've got to keep doing it. So I've been doing it ever since. I was going to ask, why is this so important to you? Where where's this, where this passion comes from? Uh, look, I think it's, it's a really good question. Um I think at the start, it was just that. I think it was my way to try and impress people so I'd be more connected to the swim group I was with. Mm. And then, you know, at the time, we all go through some pretty tough times. I went through some pretty dark times a few months into doing this. And uh, and there was one day when I just couldn't do them. And I, I just left the wall blank. And, you know, suddenly there was this Facebook post from the swim group saying, you know, the mystery of the missing temperature guy, where's he gone? And I, you know, I didn't know what to do because I just couldn't physically do the numbers. So I just put out an apology saying, look, I'm sorry, you know, I, I can't do them. You know, And uh, I think within about three hours, 650 people had sent me a message of support. And, and I think for those that have been through tough times, when you're really at your darkest time, you feel like you're totally alone. And then suddenly I had this feeling that, you know, a thousand people had my back and it was just this most beautiful thing. So... I guess that's really why I still do it because I just feel that when I get up in the morning, 
and there are some pretty pretty tough mornings, you know, wet, rainy, cold, whatever else. And I put the numbers out there that that anyone that's struggling knows that at least you know there's one person that cares enough to get up and and show that they care about them and they value them. And and I think you know if if, if everyone just knows there's just one person that does care, then they're okay. But if they feel they're alone, they're not. So I guess that's really why I do it. Uh, it's a magnificent message, guy. I mean that that accountability to the to the six hundred and fifty and many many more that must uh, you know take your numbers on on each morning. But it's that discipline to get up. You know, the, the hitting the snooze button is pretty easy. Yeah. But you have that discipline well, to get I, up look, and get done. It's funny you say that. I set my alarm for three forty five, and I think I've only ever it's only ever woken me up twice. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I wake up and there hasn't been one morning when I thought, no, I don't want to go and do it. It's, it's, it's quite a bizarre thing. And I guess you, you get into the system and you, and you have the discipline. But I think I just know there's more to it. And it's, it's just something I want to do. And it, it's just not hard. It's uh, as silly as that sounds. I never sleep in and I always manage to get there. Ah, fantastic work, Brilliant. Guy. We really appreciate you jumping well, on the rush out this afternoon. All right. Great to talk to you. Oh, Jude, by the way, 40 years one support. Oh, sensational, oh, yeah. guy. They're going to be all right in 2024. Hey, you there was something wrong with your guy. Nah, yeah, mate, you're looking good this year. You're hey. looking good this year. Absolutely, mate. Enjoy your weekend. Good on you. Thanks, guys. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.